Welcome to episode one of the Coweta 441. I hope that you enjoy today's content and our special guest. Today, we're joined by a special guest, our chairman of the Coweta County Board of Commissioners, John Reitabach. John is currently serving his first term as a commissioner. He joined the board on January 1st, 2021, and he represents the fourth district of the unincorporated area of Coweta County. John, uh, Mr. Chairman, let's begin by talking a little bit about you. Tell us what inspired you to become a commissioner. Well, a couple of things. Uh, I, you know, I was in your, I, th- I think it was one of your first Citizens Academies, which was a, a period of weeks versus the consolidated role you have today, which is much better. But uh, so I learned a lot about how the county interacts from different departments, uh, you know, finance, public works, community development, administration. And I found it very, in, uh, it was intrigued with it because it, it's, it, it works well together. And um, anyway, so I learned a lot about the county and then I was in uh, I was involved with uh, a developer uh, that was on the east side and uh, and they wanted to do some uh, building out there and so they came to our neighborhood and talked to us and I offered some ideas uh, that we would be comfortable with from a neighborhood standpoint and uh, we were able to get those things accomplished so I just thought that that tool, being able to work with uh, developers and work with county, stuff like that. I just felt a calling. I've always served, you know, Red Cross, Boys and Girls Club. I've always been a servant. And so I decided to, to run for office. And you've been in the community for a number of years. 34 years. 34 years. And so I, I do remember that Citizens Academy. I remember a lot of questions you had at the time, and you, you asked some great questions, um, which hopefully was helpful to you in becoming a commissioner. So appreciate your participation. And we have changed that a bit. We've gone from a seven-week program down to a two-day program to just engage more citizens. So we'll talk probably have a whole other podcast about that. In terms of your role as a commissioner, what are some of your goals that you would say that you'd like to see us achieve? Uh, I mean, one of the I guess one of the biggest hurdles I think that uh, that we, we as commissioners deal with is the in, involvement and engagement of our constituents. Uh, a lot of people don't get involved with issues at hand at the county level uh, unless it impacts them directly. And then it becomes they sometimes don't know all the facts and it sometimes becomes tenuous. Uh, so I, I like to try to engage my constituents and, and, and get ahead of that issue and, and share things that are coming their way. The county's going to grow. I mean, there's and you can see that. I mean, and I think what we have to do as citizens and, uh, and officials and administration is that we all have to work together to make it grow the way we think's best for Coweta County. Good. So do you think we've, in your time, we've improved communication and some of those things being more proactive or do you have specifics? Yeah, I yeah the I think your Facebook page that, I mean, that you come up with, uh, I mean, I get, I get a lot of stuff from that and I feed that to, I feed it to my citizens on, on in my district. So like your Citizens Academy, you just posted, I fed that to a number of HOAs and I think that they, that helps fill those classes up. Uh, so I, I, I think you guys are making a real effort to inform and educate the citizens of Kewita County. And I noticed that just since I've been on the board. So. Okay. Okay. So let's say there's a listener out there that says, okay, I, I get local government. I kind of understand, but tell us a little bit about what a commissioner would do, like what your role is. Well, it's part-time, but it's not. 
So, uh, I mean, we deal with uh, deal with developers. We come to meetings with community development and administration when developers want to sit and talk about things they want to do or things they would like to propose to the county. Um, obviously, meetings, a ton of meetings, uh, and and like I said, just. In informing constituents about what's going on in local government. And I think another element of this, too, that I, I don't know if, well, it's I think it's something that should be shared, is that government in totality starts at the local level. So I have a very good relationship with our House representatives, our state senator. I talk with them regularly because we can actually establish the foundation of what they bring to the next legislative session at the Capitol. So I do that with Matt and Lynn Smith and and the the rest because I think it's important to do that. Agreed. So, yeah, I like to usually say there are three important aspects at the board. So policy creation, policy zoning. There's only one body, you know, at the local level that can approve zoning. And then the budgetary aspect. It's obviously the three things. And like you said, when you culminate all those every meeting, there's something that ties to one of those three things. And the meetings leading up to those is tends to be a lot of discussions oh, yeah. trying I mean, to be proactive. Well, and, and it's, that's very important. Like, like when you have a meeting with community development from a developer coming in, there's an impact from policy. Like you said, there's an impact from zoning sometimes. There's an impact from variances from zoning. And then there's a financial impact from an infrastructure standpoint. So we have to try to meet to get those things all answered. So, so what would you say would be, so far in your term, your favorite part of being a commissioner? Uh, seeing success. Seeing success, yep, success in the county. I mean, because I mean, you you do see it, and I feel good when you know we're able to work collectively as a board to come up with solutions that appease to the citizens and also to potential developers that want to come and put their business here in Coweta County. Yeah, and you feel like you've seen some of that success. Absolutely, the progress. Great. So let's flip the coin. So what's the toughest part of being a commissioner? Well, I mean, the, the tough, toughest part, really, honestly, it's, it's not an easy job. And I'm just going to be honest, it's not easy. And I, I, think I, I've, I've, I think when I came into this position, I didn't think it was going to be as time consuming as it is. It is a part time job. But honestly, to do the job right, it takes more time than, than I would have ever imagined. Uh, and the toughest part is uh, dealing with. Uh, I don't want to say dealing with constituent questions and stuff like that, because there are people out there that have really sincere, honest, good questions. But one of the most difficult things is when you get a group of people that they cut and paste emails uh, complaining. uh, And you know they're cut and paste because they're exactly the same. And for that, you really can't have a dialogue because you don't really understand the facts. So I like getting emails and the most difficult one is getting those emails or getting those phone calls with citizens that have a true, sincere question. And once you talk through it with them, they get it. They understand it. And that's satisfactory as well. Yeah, I know we get that often in the office. Uh, people are a little bit shocked that we reply to their email or return their phone mm-hmm. call or their voicemail. Uh, that's one, one thing that I know our staff prides ourselves on. And I think the board does a great job of doing the best. I know, like you said, when there are some tough zoning situations, you may get hundreds of emails. And sometimes you simply can't, because of time, respond to all those. But I think you and the rest of the board do a great job of trying to respond to them. And I think that goes a long way. So what would you say that you would think would be 
misnomers about being a commissioner? Maybe some things you hear that are inaccurate or some falsehoods <laughs> about being a commissioner. I'm still waiting for that. All that money I'm supposed to be getting. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that is one thing. They the, obviously there's, uh, and you see this on social media, and you know the, uh, the we the commissioners are lining our pockets, and where the developers are doing all these things for us, and that is absolutely not true. I mean, we get a small stipend uh, for serving, and uh, and I mean, I honestly, I, I mean, I'll meet with developers. I won't even let them buy me a cup of coffee. That's how adamant I am about my ethical aspects. But that's the biggest misnomer is that is just that they think that commissioners are gaining uh, financially, uh, gaining from, financial, yeah, financially from sitting on that, uh, sitting on the board. Yeah, I would say you know all of what we do is subject to Open Records Act Absolutely. and open meetings. And so, you know, I, I would challenge those individuals that make those kind of accusations against the board to come and get records and, and look for that information, because I think you're right. I think everything is on the up and up and transparent, whether it's on our website, whether it's uh, available via open records. So um, I think it's a great point. Anything else you'd like to add from a commissioner standpoint before we jump to our the, the topic for today? Uh, no, I just, like I said, I, I, I think uh, we work well together. Uh, we talk, the, the commissioners uh, and all of us talk uh, via phone and emails. And, and just so we have a we have a good uh, colloquial, uh, I guess, relationship. And we talk and and I think that the, the five of us get along real well. And I think we do a good job of the county. Good. OK, well, we'll jump into our topic today, which is County 101 and why local government matters. So we'll kind of continue the dialogue, ask some questions. So what would you say uh, if someone said, why does local government matter? You kind of touched on this earlier about the importance of local government. And that's where a lot of things start. But what would you say why local government matters to our citizens? It allows us to control locally what happens within our county. I mean, I can I can share some things with you. For, I guess I'll just share this from a legislative standpoint. There, in the past, has been bills presented at the legislative level that would have impacted our ability as local government to be able to control certain aspects of growth. And if if that ever passes then that you have someone at the state level controlling what happens at the local level. So that's very important to keep this local for our own good. So home rule is home important. Rule, exactly, right. Well, often, and we kind of touched on this earlier in your introduction, but, you know, again, people can call us, they can email us, and we respond. I'm not sure that you get that level of response at the other levels of government. So we're the, the closest to the citizens uh, providing the service firsthand, frontline through public safety, through our public works, through you know our internal support mm-hmm. division. So, I think to me, when I think about local government, I think about the public servants we have working, which is much different than the other arms of government. In terms of uh, what you want more from citizens, let's talk about that for a second. So, what would you like to see if if you had kind of a vision for our citizens? Like, what would you suggest to them in terms of? making Kelly the best that we can together. Um, become engaged. I mean, become engaged with local government. Me, come to the meetings. Uh, uh, go to the websites. I mean, everything is, like you said, everything is transparent that we do. Uh, and you can, you can find out any information you want about what's going on in local government. And I would tell you, don't 
you know, just, just, just be engaged. I mean, that's what got me involved with being commissioner is that I, I, I became engaged and uh, educated on things. And, and I felt like I could do a different, make a difference. So, and citizens can do the same thing. They don't have to be a commissioner. They can do it through their uh, own interaction with the board of commissioners. So for 34 years, you've been engaged at different levels Absolutely. within the community, which is what really prompted your interest, sounds like. I think the other thing that you mentioned was being engaged before there's an issue, um, having relationships. You know, obviously, we can't predict as local government when these zoning situations come up. But if they have a dialogue with their board or we have engagement both on social media or through HOAs or just generally we know those people in the community, it's a lot easier to sit down and have a conversation. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And, and again, and, and this this in reality, it happens. I mean, I, I do that with constituents in my district all the time. And even some people out of the chairman, I said they would call me. I said, have you called your local commissioner? Because, you know, and me, I'll share the I mean, I'll share their concerns. But that's it is important to have that dialogue because then they they're informed. And when they come to a meeting, they're informed because they had a direct dialogue with administration or their commissioner. Yeah, I think that's great. I think seeking out the information as much as they can mm-hmm. is very helpful. So one of the engagement opportunities, I know it's changed a lot coming out of the pandemic, but the board meetings, you know, years and years ago, I remember stories about the chambers being packed, right? I mean, there would be citizens here every meeting. We generally see some citizens show up at the meetings. Uh, The zoning situations are the ones I can think of where we see kind of at capacity, if you will. But let's talk about the meeting a little bit in terms of what's a normal schedule of a meeting, what goes on, and just kind of any thoughts you have from the chairman's perspective. So I guess the iteration or process that, that leads up to a BOC meeting would be uh, zoning issues that uh, that need to be addressed with variances and things of that nature actually go to the Board of Zoning and Appeals uh, 30 days before they come to our meeting. So we as a commissioner will get information from that BOSA meeting. So we have a little insight to what's going on and what they are recommending. Uh, and then we will get, um, the public also has this, I believe, on Friday before the commission meeting, they get an agenda so they can actually go to the website and they can look at the agenda. And then the agenda packet is loaded, I think, uh, the Monday before the meeting. So they can actually go through the same packet that I go through before the meeting on Monday. I strongly advise people to do that because then you'll get the full inside of what we're going to discuss at that BOC meeting. And then you can come prepared to ask questions or uh, have your three minutes to voice your opinion or your, you know, whether it be opposition or or for, or against it. I mean, but I would tell you, if you want to get engaged, go to that Coweta County website, load up the agenda packet Monday before the board meeting and then come to the board meeting and voice your opinion. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point in terms of schedule that's important for people to understand. So, you know, leading up to the board meeting, there's a lot of documentation that's required for a, a zoning case or an action item. You know, if it's a contract, obviously it goes through legal. So staff's working through the weeks leading up to the board meeting. And then you're right. Typically, our public agenda or excuse me, our agenda is published on Friday for the board to see. And currently, we've released that to the public Monday at noon. And really, the, the purpose of that is to give the board a chance to digest the entire packet over the weekend before it's released to the public. Um, but again, that is something that's important to go out and download the packet. Uh, learn as much as you can ahead of time. Uh, if you do have questions, of course, call the admin office or call your commissioner. But uh, again, I think that's a great, great point. So 
the meetings are open to the public. Yes, they are. And I think that's important for everyone to understand. They are also uh, noticed in the um, to the media on our website. So we oftentimes talk about when our meetings are, making sure we're pushing out to social media if there's a change in time or a meeting's canceled. So we'd encourage. Yeah, in fact, the Noonan Times Herald is very good about publishing all public meetings, not just the BOC, but the airport authorities and the water authority and the school board. They do those and they're running. So you can go to the New Times Herald and see that schedule for 30 days. So the BOC, the Board of Commissioners meeting is, if you can't make it, because I do this a lot of times just on the zoning and appeals meeting, is I will stream it. You guys stream that and that way if somebody wants to watch it and see what goes on. Now, obviously you can comment, I guess, in the comment fields, but we won't hear it from the commissioner's meeting. But it is live stream, so you can stay on top of it that way as well. Good. Good point. Thank you for mentioning that. Before we wrap up, uh, just two final questions. So you've been here 34 years. What's your favorite part about living in Coweta? Well, I moved here because I traveled a lot in my business. So it was a nice little short drive to the airport, the busiest airport in the world. I can get in and out real quick. But we moved here because of the, I mean, just the proximity to Atlanta, but also for the hominess that we felt we shared. In fact, I, you know, we moved away for two years uh, when I sold a business. And when the end of two years, we traveled around the Southeast to see where we wanted to land. And we actually came back here in the same neighborhood because we enjoyed it so much. Wow. So we missed that community. Yeah, feel. We, yeah, we missed that. So, and my kids love it here too. So great. So again, been here quite a while. What would you say you see in the next five to 10 years for Coweta? What, what's. I mean, we're going to continue to grow. I mean, that's, there's no way of getting around that. And, uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, I guess improve on uh, infrastructure and just, again, making sure that the growth that we experience here in Kiwi County fits the county the right way. So, Absolutely. Again, going back to policy and zoning and all those yeah. things. So. Well, Chairman, thank you for being here today. Thanks for joining our podcast. I want to thank our listeners for, for listening in. Hope you enjoyed learning more about the 441. Uh, if you have thoughts, feedback, suggestions on future topics, please send us an email to Podcast at kawita.ga.us. Stay tuned for future episodes. And again, thanks again for listening. The Coweta 441 is produced by Kathy Wicke, edited by Chuck Lofton, music by John Hensley and Patrick Thompson, and the graphics designed by Zach Mapp.